There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? No, uh, we're about ready to go. Brett is out way out there. Uh, East Valley, Signal Butte. Jesus, I'm going to play the different sound. I want to get the Brady report going. Brett, are you there? I'm here. There you go. East Mark. There you go. Yeah, you're you're way out there. You're east, east, oh, east. Man. And this is where uh, you know, the people have to start showing up in droves. You're not out there too often and you got a whole bunch of stuff. Tell us what's going on, Brett. Yeah, I got a pack of lunch to get out here. But okay. uh hey, we're we're hanging out here at the uh, Safeway on Signal Butte. Yes, I said it's Signal Butte and Warner on the northeast corner. Can't mess this big-ass Safeway here, but uh, it's Operation Hydration. It's summertime. Even though it's not ridiculously hot right now, you guys know these temperatures are just insane right now. So, you know, out there, nobody should go thirsty in a town this big. So we're we're, uh, collecting all the water donations that you guys want to bring us out. Uh, Again, we're in front of a Safeway, so if you don't have any at home, just cruise on in, grab some. If you don't got time, swing by, hand me an envelope of cash, I'll take care of it for you. Nice. Plus, we're going to be signing you guys up for uh, Slipknot <laughs> tickets and Lamb of God, and we got all the KUPD swag as well. So we'll be hanging out here until about I don't know nine o'clock or so. All right, beautiful, easy enough. And uh, and isn't that? Didn't you used to live close to that? Wasn't that by your old house? I was out on Ellsworth and Ocotillo, so this is even farther east. Is it really? So this is and worse he was than farther yeah. south. Your, oh, yeah, you were way because you were yeah. way up. Ellsworth and Ocotillo is I was deep. Way deep. Yeah, yeah. I was, oh, yeah, man, oh man. I but this understand. is just. There's a reason I didn't live out there. I don't yeah, live out there anymore. Because you had to actually drive to. If I worked out there, it would be oh. different. If I was trying to hide, but man, oh man. All yeah. Right. Well done, sir. All right, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Don't make it so. Brett did All this right. for nothing. Everybody, get on out there. Signal Butte and Warner at the Safeway. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Brett's doing the Operation Hydration stuff, and he's doing it well. So be kind to Brett. He is not an Italian murder hornet. No. And just make sure that you're kind to him. Drop that water off. Maybe get some Slipknot tickets. And I like what he said. You don't want to go in and buy anything? Envelope full of cash. It's the way the Italians roll. And if you can't make it all the way out there because you live in a society and a normal civilization and not way the hell out in the East Valley like that way out there, you can go to 98kupd.com and click on the Operation Hydration. There's a way you can donate online as well. It's not as tangible. It feels a little bit less than just dropping water off and knowing that's going directly to the source. But still, it's a nice thing to do. Uh, It's time for all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. 
And it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light and Hooters and Bud Light and Cha-Ching Chavez, which is on tap there at Hooters. Saturday night, another UFC is happening, 277. No cover charge. Again, they do that. No cover charge. And it's National Chicken Wing Eve, National Chicken Wing Day Eve, uh, on Thursday. So you can start getting ready for National Chicken yeah. Wing Day that night. So that's tomorrow. It's National Chicken Wing Coming Day. off of Chicken Finger Day. Yeah. Now, the they got you covered of Chicken Wing. All three. And if you go to National Chicken Wing Day tomorrow, 10 wings, 10 boneless wings show up for free. Only at Hooters. That UFC deal is pretty good because a lot of places charge you to just watch inside. They'll just let you in. If there's a seat, you can have it. Not going to cost you to get in there. Thank you, Hooters. Thank you, Bud Light. And thanks for slinging that Cha-Ching Chavez around for the Humane Society. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Chili Dog Day. Which kind? The food? No. All right. Squeeze them together, ladies. (laughs) We're going chili dogging. (laughs) You know what it is, right? Yeah. Here? Yeah. And then you... (laughs) Between the buns. Looks like a chili dog. Well, you can go between the buns. You can go between the boobs. You can do them all over. That's what the buns are. Yeah, both. Well, you can make buns out of boobs. I prefer your way, which is straight into the back door. A um, couple of bases. Fun facts. Pillsbury forced the Great British Bake Off to be called the Great British Baking Show. Why? Because they own the trademark to the term Bake Off. Oh. Remember when we had the Kiss Off for the MILF contest and some guy called us and said, can't do that. I'm like, why? I own Kiss Off. Like, you do? And he was some nobody in Kentucky. Yeah. I'm like, for what? And he goes, I have Kiss Offs and I own the tra-. And he did. Like, he produced paperwork, and it was legitimate. You can't call anything a kiss-off without paying this dude. The first pregnancy tests were created in Egypt in 1350 B.C., where a woman would pee on a wheat or barley seeds. And if the barley grew, it meant a boy. Wheat meant a girl. Wheat is, isn't it all? Oh, I see. Uh, And neither meant she wasn't pregnant. It had a... Less than 30% accuracy. So Broad's just pissing all over the food in hopes of knowing what this... Just wait until it comes out. You'll know for sure. I guess they had to worry about painting the barn blue or pink. Phoenix is the only state capital with a population over 1 million. And again, I know, isn't that amazing? We're the biggest state capital. The best part about all the complaining we do about how crappy life is right now and healthcare system and all that is think back to that being normal. The pregnancy uh, evaluation was pissing on the One barley. One out of three is correct. <laughs> pissing no. on the barley. Yeah, but still. That's that's what we're saying now. That's, I told you. Because that's what chance and guessing is. I can tell you if you give me two options, uh, or actually three, with not being pregnant as one of them, I'm going to knock that out 33% of the time. I'd just like to know, like in the record show, you know, somewhere they find it that uh, Tut's mom was correct. You know, she peed on the weed right. or the barley and... But now he's he was predicted. Look, I'm no doctor, but I said if you said if it's a boy, it's a girl, or I'm not pregnant, piss on the wheat. And then I had to wait like four weeks to see if the wheat grew. It could be a boy. I don't know. There's a good chance I'm going to knock this out one third of the time. It's not a success to say, hey, they they got it right. Thirty. I can look at a pregnant woman or a woman who tells me she's pregnant and say, hmm, I've got three guesses here. Either she's not really pregnant, or it's a boy, or it's a girl. I'm gonna. I'm That's, gonna. I'm gonna hit accurate, this because you have fifty percent. Right? No, well, with the third option of not pregnant at all. Yeah, you have you have thirty three percent. You're gonna yeah. get that. 
They used to guess at everything. And here we are. This healthcare system is atrocious and it's the best time to be alive. Best time to ever be on this planet and certainly the best time to ever be in this country as far as that goes. We complain too much because we don't ever look back and go, wow, we've come so far. We're always bitching about what we've got instead of realizing what we've got is pretty awesome. Concentrate on things that really matter. Like scientists have figured out that if the Kool-Aid man was real, he would have the force to break through a brick wall. Sure. The downside is he would lose one-third of his Kool-Aid would splash out in the process. Because he's got an open top. Yeah. you got to lid him. So maybe going through a second wall might not happen. You might be able to get through two walls and you lose so much. You're going to have Kool-Aid stains. And that's the least of your concerns because you're missing a load-bearing wall now. You only need to get through one. Did you see that scientists also found radio waves deep in space? Uh, There's a a radio frequency that sounds – it's going – it's got a heartbeat sound. And they're like, those are radio waves. Yeah. And it's coming from – they don't know. Sent back from somewhere, right? No, no, no. They don't know. It's somewhere, but it's floating through space, and it's not ours. And so it's this radio frequency, and then, uh, but it's got a heartbeat, so it's not KDKB. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a long way to go for me to kill them, but I had to. In a couple of polls, 45% of people think men don't say sorry enough. Sorry. And 20% think women don't say sorry enough. Women don't say sorry. They say, I'm sorry, but. Both genders are more likely to say that the other one doesn't apologize enough. <laughs> Women don't apologize correctly. Great poll. They apologize for why you're mad. Very, it's hard. And women admit this. They know that when they apologize, I'm sorry you feel this way is not an apology. I'm sorry, but is not an apology. I'm sorry I messed that up. That's an apology, period. I feel bad. I, I did a terrible thing. I'm sorry. But it's still your fault. But you, no. once you say what? but or you or <laughs> if you, I'm sorry you're upset. My sister did that once. I'm sorry you're so mad at me. Well, that's not being sorry about anything. It's just sorry that I have feelings. Women are bad at that. Men just don't do it. We're just, we just skip it. And we also are, I've noticed that with my, my friend and his wife, the facetious nature in which he, apo- oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's never legitimate. We hate apologizing. There's a book called that, How to Apologize. Yeah. If you've ever read it, there are like 900 ways we do it wrong and one way to do it. And none of us, we're all bad at it. The only way to truly do it is to go, I'm sorry. I want to help. I want to make this right. And you're done. But most of the time. There's the problem. The word but pops in. Most of the time. You didn't do anything wrong. And you're not that sorry. Yeah. You're doing it to shut her up. <laughs> and vice versa, they're doing it to make you go away. Ozaki Christian School in Wisconsin was looking for some new digs recently. So they prayed about it. That's when God stepped in and provided them a former strip club. Oh, right. Thank you, Lord. They bought uh, the property in 2019. Not only was it with the former Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. It was in a strip mall, Gorgeous. so parking's good. Uh, they spent the past three years clearing and uh, cleaning it again, and then transforming it into a 20,000-square-foot school for third to eighth graders. It's set to open September 1st, first day of school. Gorgeous. The head of the school says 
God provided the strip club to them so they could turn That's darkness right. into light. He's the school head at the strip club. <laughs> yep. And also, the floors are a little sticky, kids, but you'll get past that. And we don't allow sweatpants and lobsters free at noon with cover charge. You get your lunch. Your lunch is probably awesome. The cafeteria is probably great. You get broccoli, potatoes, a big steak, a pair of sweatpants with a couple of little the, the islands, the Hawaiian islands on the leg. The uh, school had also added that only God could write the story of this transformation. Mm-hmm. But if God's not available, they could always go with uh, Boogie Nights writer-director Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> That's exactly right. Also, the contractor might have had something to do with transforming the building, but God. So you bought a building that was, like, if it was just a regular building, they wouldn't be all about God bringing it to them, would they? Or I guess that Joel Osteen's always on about how he bought the Houston Rockets arena because God gave it to him. And then we got so lucky as we looked for a place for Lakeland, we found the Houston Summit. I'm like, you found it? It's the giant arena in the middle of Houston. Everybody knew where that was. Well, God brought it to me. No, he didn't. The Rockets used to play there. But then they moved because God moved them into a bigger, better arena. And now it's my church. I think he just bought a building. I think God really did that. Where Kirby uh, goes to school, two of the schools were basically uh, donated. The land was donated. Sure. That makes sense. That's not God. That's people being really generous. God. Yeah. It's God. It could be God, but I don't think it is. Joel, you should buy the Rockets place. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. God. Are you telling me to buy a basketball team? God, no. You'll ruin that. You're an idiot when it comes to sports. I can tell by looking at you. Buy buy the Houston Summit. All right. God told me in a dream last night I should buy the Summit. There's a potential uh, grifting ring happening happening right now uh you know about the ones that uh, hold the need uh 20 bucks to make rent the people on sure. the side of the road holding up yeah, the, those cards the beggars this one is the people on the streets playing uh instruments whether it's violins or guitars yeah. and collecting money what's the grift? it's a syndicate they're a group of people that actually go around they're they, they're, yeah yeah and they go around. I well, believe the homeless beggars are. Most people too. think they're they're, they're individuals, but no, they're doing the thing. Well, and some group. of them don't mm-hmm. actually play. What's the best? They're part? going over there. They're either uh, doing the tracking. They're just huh? walking around with a fiddle. Yeah, and they're not playing it. Tracking who? Yeah, or they put on they hit the boom box, and they act like they're playing along with it. People are still <laughs> really, throwing money in there. Really I have never out. <laughs> seen a homeless fiddler. <laughs> that, oh, that, I, I've you've seen, seen that outside the, outside the kingdom. Well, there's two really famous guys breaking out of viola. One was a a tuba player who was who was <laughs> not getting any money for that. It was a little touch. No, he used to, he, but he ended up <laughs> horrible story. He got killed outside after a game one night. He got beaten up by his own tuba. Because uh, people maybe, were tired maybe. of being tubed at. He'd been tubed yeah. by the devil. He challenged time. the devil into. You blow fiddle. that thing at me one more time, asshole! I dare you. <laughs> This is the way I get out of this game every goddamn Sunday. That's exactly it. Kill that guy. And he had a Tuba really guy's got a tough face. Yeah. So the uh, uh, yeah, I've never seen a homeless violinist 
That's a, that would be a tough one for me not to hand money to him. Like, but I think you deserve more. It makes sense to collectively bargain, though, don't you think, John? And sure. And form like well, a, a union, a homeless union. I already yeah, know that smart. most of the time there's a guy who places really unwell people on street corners and then goes and collects their money. And after. that's the he's thing. Like a, he's like a homeless, he's a homeless camp. He's like, exactly. That's the one thing. guy's getting most of the money. He's putting these people out and they're, they're seeing their fingers sinking and their lips sinking. A lot of the, like the. Yeah. Finger sinking sounds. I know like that's what used to go on at that school that used to be. A that's on you club. if you can't if you can't determine the, if it's tape. Yeah, if you can't tell that the homeless guy's not really playing not the violin. Unusual. <laughs> Why is he doing Tom Jones on the fiddle? In the fiddle. There's no fiddle in this. You do Charlie Daniels or you don't do anything. Throw him a couple of bucks. <laughs> yeah, he's trying. All right, for my next number. <coughs> sorry, I sleep in the streets. I'm going to do Tom Jones. It's not unusual. The ladies are going to love it. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. I don't know if that's a tape or not, but this guy's spectacular. He goes deep. What's new, yeah. Pussycat? How you doing? Where you from? Oh, I'm from North Phoenix. I'm from right here where I'm standing. That's where I live. Oh, I'm sad. If you've turned to a homeless pimp but you're, you're making more money, are you in a quandary at that point? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was making five bucks a week. Yeah. Now I'm making ten. You're but, crushing it. But oh, I got to yeah. give a couple back. No. You, you got to manage your business better than that. <laughs> Fiddler doing some Tom Jones. Brady, I might take that guy home. He's, er- he's earning. Get in the car. He's an earner. What's new, pussycat? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This homeless guy is magic. I want him in my yard. You're not allowed in the house. Just keep, every time I'm outside, sing to me. And he just stands in the window and waits. We'll be out in a second. Okay, let me tune up. <laughs> you can't Google Tom Jones and, and violinist because there is a violinist named Tom Jones. Well, you can also do that Dolly thing and put Tom right. Jones homeless guy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get enough of that. I ride my bike down to the H&H Ranch now and again, and I go buy some homeless. And if any of them ever started singing Tom Jones, there'd be a homeless guy on my handlebars headed to the H&H Ranch. I got to show people this. This dude started singing It's Not Unusual to me, and I fell in love. The only uh, the Suns game I went to <laughs> last season, there's a guy with a sax. Yeah, he's not homeless, though. That guy's just a street performer. There's a difference. Yeah. If a homeless guy sang Tom Jones, he's so <laughs> out of touch with what people... Sawbuck. That's an like, instant sawbuck. It is just classic. How you guys doing tonight? My name's Street Trash. All right. It's not unusual to be loved by oh, anyone. Oh, you're a little slow. You're a little slow. I'm homeless. I'm also, I think I'm covered in leeches. I made a buck fifty and I got 20 pairs of panties. <laughs> All right. It's not unusual to see me cry. <laughs> and I want to die. Those are the real words. And Everybody. they're also true. Everybody. <laughs> All right. Thanks for gathering around, everybody. I got to go to sleep right here. By the way, in case you were looking for that, that is the Didsbury Quartet. Doing a little Tom Jones. This is what Brady thinks homeless guys are working on. (laughs) What numbers should we do today? Well, how about a little Tom Jones? My mom used to love Tom Jones. Yeah, all right. Hit it, Didsbury. I'm covered in eggs. It's the government. The government. They're after us all. Two, three. It's not unusual. Oh, my God. This guy's amazing. The government. You just got to keep him singing. 
incredible. <laughs> Get on my handlebars. Why? Just do it. You I'm taking you somewhere. It. I'm showing Doug Hopkins this. Get this guy a house, Hopkins. Myself. It's not unusual for me to myself. I live on the streets. It's not unusual. I can't get enough of Tom Jones as his <laughs> That's a first go to. Oh, this guy is so talented. <laughs> oh. What, what went wrong? Yeah. You are such a talented violinist. Now I'm going to do a little Doja Cat. Somebody bring me my uh, synthesizer, my <laughs> keyboard. Look, you've got a lot of money. Got a whole setup here. Don't knock over my rig. It takes forever to put that together. You've got a nice setup here, man. Looking for stage lights. <laughs> I want to do some night performing. In Salisbury, North Carolina, this uh, woman apparently was seeking revenge on her ex-boyfriend. Uh, they must have been really close and dating a long time because she went to set his house on fire. But it was the wrong house. Oh, Oops. Of course. Oops. That'll happen. How do you do that? Although well, those- She got busted because there were a bundle uh, bundles of wood around the front porch. Jug of oil. You know people use that for heating, right, Brady? Not on the front not, door. Not, no. <laughs> sure you do. Yeah, we have the jug In of North oil. North Carolina? Not during the heat nah. wave. You saw the clampets. Live PD, they do have a lot of stacked stuff out in front of their houses in the Carolinas. In Lexington, Kentucky, this guy tried to rob a bank, a Fifth Third Bank. And um, it was taking too long, so he jumped the counter, demanded the petty cash, got out of there, left his cell phone. There's so many prints left behind. The police just used one, lifted one of the prints off there and opened up the phone. Found the guy in about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the thing? I think it was in. in <laughs> There's the dude. You a picture of him. Oh yeah, it's Shannon Sharp in a. Yeah. He got uh, his 300 bucks out of the petty cash. It actually looks a little like Amari Stoudemire with an angel's yeah. hat on. Did you see the uh, the old man in I think it's Dewey, Arizona. Got his ass kicked by a Wendy's employee, and he's like, "He's it's bad." He got beat up by a Wendy's employee, and then, but look, I'm not saying the Wendy's employee was right, but the old man went back to complain about his Wendy's food, and he didn't read the room because the dude behind the counter was 35. You can't be 35 and happy working the counter at Wendy's. It won't take much. So do not, it won't take do much not to complain to a dude in his mid. Life has not worked like he thought at age 35. Even if, that shift leader. Yeah, n- right. Then you, if you're in your 40s and stuff, you've actually made it work for yourself. Old people are fine. Young people are fine. Dude 35, things have gone haywire for him to still be working Wendy's counter. So when the old man went to complain, he jumped over and beat him up. Badly. This isn't. Oh, this is a no. Woman. That's a different one. A that's a different. That's a lady. Who, that's a lady who beat people up over nuggets, cold fries, and yeah. nugs. This this happened yesterday. Jesus, the pattern for Wendy's. Maybe they need to it's look not, at their customer service. It's, it's everything about. Yeah. Well, no. This one. Oh, look, you just don't. Come, you never send your food back. You get what you get, and you just take the loss. Especially just, when you go back. Go. Excuse me, uh, middle aged man working the counter at Wendy's. Come here for a second. I got some complaints about you, and and you're sixty seven. And you say the wrong thing, that dude is going to snap. Never bitch to a 35-year-old fast food worker. They will kill you. I'll just say yesterday for the uh, Sauce Moto experiment, I got the spicy nugs and yeah. fries at uh, Wendy's, and they were spot on. There's nothing Of course. Yeah. The, Wendy's is great. I'm just saying, if they weren't spot on, but they, 
no matter go, what it is. Brady, if they yeah. weren't spot on, you take your loss. You don't yeah. turn around. You go back in and find the middle-aged person who's miserable and say, my nugs. How but, dare you serve these nugs? That dude's coming over the counter to yeah. beat your ass, and yeah. he's kind of right. And by the way, Brady, you need to take that video down because yeah, you're looking mad. at the camera driving. <laughs> yeah, people are sending and you're me driving fast. You can't see where I'm looking. Yeah. Has some, and, and I, I my see you've got gone. multiple phones. you got another phone on the dash. Somebody said, uh, we explained to Brady what killing yourself is because he, he said, we knew he'd die from eating food. We didn't know how. We, we realized it's going to be in a traffic accident. <laughs> Driving, dipping chicken in your sauce motos, and filming yourself. <laughs> Terrible. I've got some wild world. But at least Kirby wasn't in the car because that's what I was yeah. waiting to see. We saved that for her. All right, go get him. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. In Japan, at the what would say at the Fukui Fukui Beach. Fukui. Ooh, right. Ooh geez, Ooh, careful. Geez. That's what it is. F U K U I. F U K U I. Fukui. 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 Fukui, man. Well, um, people are swimming there, and they're asked to stay away from the dolphins. One of the dolphins in particular is angry, yeah, according to the wildlife officials, because there's been 10 bites so far. So From the dolphin? Yeah, from Not one, people, right? one particular dolphin. People aren't biting the dolphin. No. Okay. <laughs> That's why the, dolphin. the dolphin's angry, because dolphin. people keep biting him. Yes. That makes sense. There's been 10 bites. You didn't clarify that. They do love fish over there in Japan. I understand why the dolphins would bite the Japanese too. They they got a beef with them. They're fighting oh, back. Oh, I thought we were going the for a taste. Oh, the cove. Yeah. That's right. I thought you were saying because they eat I'm so much fish. I'm surprised it's only one dolphin. Yeah, there's going to be a whole bunch of them showing up later. A gang of dolphins. A school, a pod. I don't know what you call those. The other thing, John, is uh, we got more news on the Loch Ness monster. Scientists now believe. No, they don't. Um, no, they don't. It's plausible. A scientist, an idiot scientist. University believe. of Bath. Where's that? And the University of Portsmouth in the UK. Um, it's an attempt to keep tourism alive. What this tells me is that Loch Ness hasn't been getting people. No, they found fossils mm-hmm. uh, in the Sahara, which was uh, at one time under fresh freshwater. The plesiosaurus, which is the uh, animal they believe the Loch Ness could be, it's not. they ruled it out because they said it's a it's a marine animal. It lives in salt water. But now finding these fossils confirms the fact that they could exist in fresh water. Oh, so they just said it could happen. It's plausible. Not that, it's, not, it's that plausible. It's, not that you can see it today. They also said don't get your binoculars and head out to the Loch Ness right it's now. It's not and, there. Yeah. There's nothing in it. But the fact that they, they always thought this animal existed only in the salt water. What animal? The plesiosaurus. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why it died. It did die. It went into the wrong 66 drink. million years ago, right. according to scientists. So stop um, looking for the other thing. With all the other dinosaurs. And also, it might have done like sometimes sharks do when they get into brackish water and get confused. And the next thing you know, they're in a fresh lake. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoops, I'm going to die in here. The plesiosaurus might have drifted off its path and died in that fresh water. It doesn't prove anything. And only because the Loch Ness Monster is Scotland's answer to Yeti and the Bigfoot. They're not real. Stop looking. This just in from the Loch Ness gift store. Thank you for the report. Yeah. Hey, great PR work. All right, two, three, four. It's not unusual <laughs> because I'm as homeless as that guy. I'm running scams, mate. That's your wild, wild world.
Johnny I, I might would, be the only one who knows this movie, but isn't that uh, violinist plot the uh, Tom Hanks movie from the 80s, The Man with One Red Shoe? Man with One Red Shoe. There was a violinist involved. He was a violinist, but there wasn't. he wasn't homeless, was he? No, 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 no. Did he do It's Not Unusual? we got to find out why Brady went there. <laughs> yeah. Because that was Brady's first song I didn't song think for anyone the it could ever be done, but I was wrong. I don't Someone think you was, were thinking. I think your brain just had uh, It's Not Unusual in it, and you gave it to the homeless guy for a second. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that's not the first go-to for the homeless to sing. Another one says, uh, Pop Pop's been watching a Jamie Foxx movie. It's called The Soloist. Also has Robert Downey Jr., homeless violin. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. Did they do It's Not Unusual in no. that? No. Brady usually ties back to Pop Pop's memory usually has these, like, they're called moments of clarity with Alzheimer's. And he has, like, a real vivid memory of something he doesn't know. Got an opportunity for uh, Doug Hopkins. Here's a five-bedroom. House for sale, um, seventeen hundred square feet. It's in New Hampshire. Five bedrooms, seventeen. Those bedrooms are the Monster size of a shoebox. That's the first thing I said. Seventeen hundred square feet. So uh, it's available. They're asking uh, three hundred thirty-nine thousand. As is, it's in um, a great part of the town near restaurants. Near um, the problem is you're buying a hoarder house. As is. Oh, you've got to clean it up. Got to see some pictures of this. Hopkins guy. tells me that he's dealt with a lot of that. He's been yeah, in hoarder, a lot of like hoarders. hoarders because they do, look, they're the first ones that are like, as is, is the big giveaway. Oh, like when yeah, Doug yeah, says, yeah. I'll buy your house as is, people are like, good. I don't have to. Yep. And they ever have any regrets clinic. about that? Man, oh, he's really had a couple change, of them. It should really change. But I mean, he gets a great, usually he gets a great house that's, and maybe somebody can change their life a little bit because they're going away. But he's gone into hoarder houses before and he's. He's told me, he goes, sometimes it's just pathetic. It's sad. Helps family sometimes. Well, like, can, like, I don't even know where to start. Like, right. if it's a relative or a parent that was going and bulldozing. Like, We're not at touching all. it. Yep. Ugh. But he gets, yeah, he gets calls from, because hoarders don't want to call a real estate agent and say, let's put this on the market. They want an as is cash offer right now. So that's the, that like backfired. That's the house? That's yeah. Bigger than oh, yeah. It's a nice. great yard. The outside's nice. Yeah, it looks pretty. Um, then you get into the inside. That's not terrible. It's every room. It's bad. That's not, that's not quite some of the stuff I've no, seen No, I've on like hoarder show. It's, you got to climb on piles of stuff to get through. Well, this is pretty bad. That's it's just bad. really dirty. That would be easy yeah. to just well, a couple dumpsters. So you could probably so uh, Hopkins, salvage some of that furniture too. Hopkins that's would what buy I was that. Say. So if second. he if he buys that, does he get every all the hoarder crap inside? Oh of yeah, him? they're just leaving it. Yeah, it's, if they leave it, it's his. Wow. So he's having an estate sale of yeah, all of Yeah, not so sure the estate sale would be worth his time. <laughs> it's like selling Ikea Billy shelves secondhand. Like, we'll just he's get not going ones. on Antique Roadshow with no. that Snoopy? That Snoopy's that Snoopy great, is nice. I think a few things might be donated. But you could, there, I think there's a group that comes Look out. Look at that takes painting. That that's got to be That's not terrible. That, that's going on the Roadshow. 340s. That's okay. Need some what are the cops? we got to see the cops. Yeah, i got to know the neighborhood. What city in New Hampshire? I love New Hampshire. I want to land in New Hampshire. Meredith is my might not, target. Might not have a dryer in the house because everything's hung up on the shower rod. I think that's just because the closet's filled with poop and diapers. <laughs> wow, that is a lot yeah, There's of a, lot, a lot of stuff. Okay, then, now we're getting into some stuff. Yeah. Now, now we're, we're stacking up, up floor to ceiling. You could have it staged oh, in a week. Wow. This lady loves stuffed animals. The realtor put wow. all 35. Sure. Like we're getting every picture on this. Yeah, the outside, it's they kept exciting. it exciting. I got a hoarder in my neighborhood, and the place from the outside looks great. 
How do you know he's a hoarder? Because when the garage door opens, you know. Oh. And when you uh, see in his backyard, because if you get up on a higher elevation, you can see down in his yard, and it is. Is that the old man that flips you off? No, that's a different side of the Different guy. <laughs> this old man doesn't like me, but I got secrets on him. Another couple bought a house as is. It was in the U.K., and as they were going through the house, it's pretty clean. And, um, you know, as far as on the surface and the rooms, the husband basically uh, unscrews, has to replace a vent, a floor vent, lifts it up. And there's dirty dishes that have been down there with food still in them and a collection of spores. In the vent? In the vent. Someone just lifted it up and then put... Inside. A bunch of dishes fall in there, right? No, no, you got to yeah, place them. Yeah, can't in. fall in there. There's one picture. Here's, here's oh, what wait, they pulled this out. This isn't of, like old in multiple stuff. vents. It's you know a floor vent and another room. They pull up more dirty dishes for like some Brett, reason. Someone took the time to. Well, it's like Brett's dad. Unscrew car the parts vent in the oven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Huh? So these people just. They were tired of moving. They didn't want to do the dishes. Stuff them in the vents as a joke, probably. Put some food in the vents for the next guy. Or they're trying to feed somebody that uh, wasn't having it. We have to ask Brett. What was the reason why Kirk puts stuff in the garage was full. So the good storage area that's sitting in the the middle of the kitchen. You put it in the stove. That stove is a cabinet. Yeah. (laughs) We weren't using it for cooking. (laughs) One of the scariest things ever is I was doing the remodel of my house, and we have the low vents. It's an old house in the vents are on the ground and they're they pop up in the wall and they had to take them all off and I'm, st- I'm sitting there and i'm like i feel like somebody's watching me and i turn around my cat had found the habit trail of vents underneath the house <laughs> and there's just two eyes <laughs> in the vent staring at me like hey elgato i see you you prick i live in the walls now thank you for the travel yeah i'm like oh my system. god and it's just two little eyes just staring up from the vent in the ground like oh it's in there you gave him a this is great. giant box. This new house is kicks, kicks ass. <laughs> I live in the walls now. Let's get to some uh, John, you videos. say Bigfoot isn't real. Bigfoot is real, John. Its name is Kirby Bogan, and I've seen it. What do you got? Oh, Brady videos. Okay. Three oh, Brady videos. Okay. Um, we can start off with one, uh, a woman breastfeeding and just not paying attention. The kids oh, you going want to start out with that. One? Yeah, we'll start off with oh, that. To we'll life around her or the breastfeeding act. The breastfeeding act. Okay. Well, she's bottle feeding the baby, but the baby's not getting. So any she's action. not breastfeeding. Yeah, she's not breastfeeding. Sorry. She's <laughs> what's going on? She has the baby by the. Bre- I thought she was at first, but it's the bottle. <laughs> she's got her shirt on. Yeah. You don't know how breastfeeding works at all. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a minute. All right, so she's just talking to her friend. She's jamming she milk in this bottle. kid's ear. Yeah. The baby's not even facing her. She's got a bottle jammed in that kid's ear. And she realizes she's it. Hot girl. By the way. Ooh. That's the main uh, reason why I said it. She's, yeah, you know. By the way. Borderline fake. Yeah, I think so, too. Getting it back together after. I don't even think that's her baby. No woman with a baby that young has a body like that. Yeah. I was accidentally feeding his ear oh, hole. Yeah, I think that's fake, too. I don't know. Her friend's no, filming real. and like, you're, here she goes. Uh, I think, mm. Next one is uh, for the heat stroke open. This is uh, just golf etiquette. This is how you'll get kicked off a golf course immediately. Cart shenanigans. Oh, guys on a cart with no governor heading down a hill. We've done this. Oh, you're going 100. Oh, it's sideways. It's It's done. Yeah, you don't want to go too fast. They put governors in all the golf carts now. 
My return to golf here recently has kind of pissed me off because all the courses now have. They've gone over above that. They make it go seven miles an hour. And or say, about the ones on the computer. That's that, what I'm saying. That you have but, to reverse in order to get yeah, out of that. Well, we had that at Papago, but yeah. the one up at Kierland, if you're in a high traffic area of people walking, it won't let you go more than like five. You got a floor oh. and, beer, and nobody's there. The worst part is it's like. So it just yeah, it has restricted there. It's a designated area yeah. that you can't drive it very fast. So you're crawling through this area by the by the food shack <laughs> that nobody's using, and the cart's like, nope. At any time, this thing could pack up with people. I'm like, it's there's no way. It's 140 outside. Nobody's here. Turn this off. The next one is a couple getting busted on surveillance in Dubrovnik, Croatia, at the King's Landing from the Game of Thrones. Oh. It's the place where uh, Cersei had to do the walk of shame. Yeah. It's kind of along that route. But they're on a little stone uh, bench, and she just bends over, hikes up the dress, and they've got it all on camera. On surveillance camera? On or somebody surveillance. actually filming? It's on surveillance oh, okay. camera. So this dude's just so they hammering kind of blur, some girl. Blurted out, but yeah. Game of moans, it says <laughs> in the New York Post. Good stuff. Oh, man, he's not fooling around. He's just giving her the goods right there in the walk of shame. <laughs> I think that is someone filming. From yeah, that is, that's, that's yeah, not that's a surveillance. Not it, yeah. That's a guy with a phone trying to get She is fully bent over. She's yeah, not even and then just when they like, finish up, put the dress down. We're done here. Enjoy the rest of the tour. Shame. Ding, ding, shame. Ding, ding. Shame. Man, she's not, that girl's, she's not messing around. She didn't just lift her dress and kind of nope. aim her butt up. It got she caught up in the moment. Bent right over Let's 90 degree herself. She was doing bent over rows there. She was like full. That's a nice, that's a good one. The good ones will do that. Uh, there you go. That's your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. And also, uh, they got the Chiching Chavez over there as well. So much good going on at Hooters, and they bring us a Brady Report every single day. We'll talk to Brett next. He's at Safeway for Operation Hydration. Not unusual. Let's chat with him. And then we've got a magic homeless violinist coming in in just moments in Brady's fantasy land uh, as his incredible Dr. Seuss world comes to life. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.